Isaac Quainall, Tom Stewart. Now that KO has 4K, people will see every detail. I better wash my hair. Oh, I'll book in a spray tan. Maybe a manicure? I'm shining up my tats. Experience amazing detail with 4K. Now on KO. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to our Real Housewives of Orange County episode of Tender Loving Care with your host myself Pauline and my darling Kate. This is the time of the week that we are going to dive headfirst into Real Housewives of Orange County. Kate and I's podcast Tender Loving Care which is available on all podcasting platforms has a new episode each Wednesday and in that podcast we break down two shows from TLC Network past or present but in this we are going to dive into the ladies of Orange County Hello, Kate, from a hot LA to a hot Austin. Hi, Pauline. I see your little kitty friend is <laughs> yeah, he in is the just, picture here. Just full on. So basically he doesn't like if I have a laptop on my lap, even though it's a hundred and something degrees, he wants to be sitting full heat on a pillow on my lap. So that's fun what he's doing right now and miss little pennies there with you i see kate got a new if you didn't listen to this week's episode kate got a new addition she adopted a pup pup named penny oh yeah. see her. oh she's love <laughs> she's a little scruffy puppy yeah oh, she, is. she looks very very happy <laughs> oh she's... We've, we've been having a great time she's oh. Such she- a little snuggle bug. <laughs> she's cute. Yeah. Yeah, she's just a, like a, I'd say, what is it, like terrier mix, right? Yeah, like yeah. a terrier, sort of that more wiry hair. Mm. Um, But it's still very soft. And she's got these little hairs in, on her forehead <laughs> sticking out like alfalfa. Oh, it's very so sweet. Cute. It's very yes. sweet. Well, yes. Well, we... um. 
apart from melting, we have a lot. Um, oh, if you are if you are in England or especially Spain right now, I I my I feel very sorry for you guys. I understand because we don't have the air conditioning like we do over here. Spain is like forty five degrees right now or something insane. It is. I just, oh, it's brutal. It's brutal. So it's because us as humans completely messed up our entire planet. So I'm not going to go into that, but (laughs) this is what we get, guys. Oh, anyway, before we go in, Kate, I know people are waiting with bated breath to find out, did I join the cult? Did I not join the cult? What happened last night? So guys, if you haven't listened to our episodes from Tuesday and Wednesday, um, I got some tickets to go to this very odd, unusual, um, artistic, immersive experience. That's kind of how it was laid out. The website had like a manifesto of what it was going to be like, um, the surreal, the intriguing, the da 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 whatever. I was given a pair of tickets. So I went with a friend who's English, and we were both like, don't know what this is. And I was claiming earlier in the week it may be a cult it may be cult activity I may not come back from this I don't know um so I go over to her house we get ready we have some wine we go over and it's in this art space in Koreatown and it's very the outside is just nothing it's just a door and we didn't know if we were even at the right address and we go in And there was like VIP that had had a previous type of show. Then it goes to GA. Unfortunately, it was GA tickets. Look, they were free, whatever. But, you know, I'm not happy if it's not VIP. Not happy. Um, But anyway, we go into this like empty space and there's like the bar and stuff like that. So I start looking at the crowd because it's always the people I want to look at. It was kind of the people I'd expect. There was some, you know... Definitely people that do improv, people that, I mean, Kate and I aren't failed actors. Remember, guys, we walked away from Hollywood. Hollywood didn't walk away from us. But yeah. I would say it was probably the other way there for quite a few people. Um, like I, witchy, witchy, Silver Lake type people? Some. Okay. And then there were some that wanted to be that. Different ages. Um, it's like, okay, all right. Couldn't really get a handle on it. And then um, we were led into the room where this performance was going to be. So it was a main stage. It centered around three women. And (laughs) honestly, it was a bit shit. It was that they had built it up to be this very intriguing and and, 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 and dark experience that we were going to find. There was no, there was a lot of um, interpretive dance. Okay. (laughs) Lots of tits, which is fine. But I think the nudity was supposed to be shocking. But we were two English girls, so that was not going to shock us by any means. A lot of fake blood. um, Mm. A lot of rope work. (laughs) Um, One of them I could tell by the way she was dancing definitely was an ex-ballerina um in the crowd a little bit but my eyes did did start to glaze over so we left and this at this point we're like three or four wines in yeah and 
it was it was disappointing because I thought there was going to be a through line. I thought there was going to be a story that was going to pull us in that was going to be um, something that I guess I cared about and I didn't. It was three girls that had probably practiced four months for this, months. They had good lighting. They had all of this stuff. And I just thought the amount of money that went into this. And honestly, it was three girls interpretive dance shocking loud music flashing lights fake blood and then just being naked so if that's your thing it was fantastic but I wanted to feel like my life was threatened and I didn't get that so what was the general feeling of the crowd do you feel like everyone else was shocked or you know what it was into it it? I think there was a lot of people there that were as pretentious as the performance Um, so they were like oh no this was really something like this was amazing and at one point my friend Leah did actually have to remind me to clap because I wasn't even clapping so I mean I don't know it just it sounds like a Grotowski class or something oh theater movement yeah theater movement yeah it was a lot of that so um uh, I'm glad I didn't pay for the tickets. Let's put it that way. But well done for everybody that put in probably months and months of practice, told their parents to come over from Ohio to watch this performance and then see that their kids have made it in Hollywood, kind of. So that's that's all I'm going to say about it. But I'm not in a cult, guys, yet. But okay. I am still looking for looking for one. So anybody that wants to like hit me up with cult suggestions, I'm here, I'm willing ready to go um kate we do have the news that vpr has started filming okay yes. yeah they have been seen um i okay this is where i'm getting a little bit angry shock um but that reunion ariana was very clear she's like i am not going to be filming scenes with Sandoval or Rachel that's fine got it and I'm like yeah you stand up for that you shouldn't and as Kate and I said quit the show you get that endorsement money she's doing Dancing with the Stars she's doing Love Island just get the money and go leave this chapter behind you and flourish go and yes, do that yes no she's obviously uh-huh. gone back to the show which we kind of knew because the money probably was insane so she's gone back yeah. to the show they started filming at none other than Sir this week and she entered Sir and Sandoval entered like moments later. So she's already going back on all of that. They the scene that we that TMZ caught was Sheena in the back alley, yes, back alley of Sir, with Sandoval sat down on one of those chairs that we have sat down on and smoking and her shouting at him and her walking off and then him crying. So they're filming all of this. Rachel apparently today. Um, is still in negotiations to get as much money as possible to come back to VPR and is now going to be known as Rachel. So brave, so brave. Reclaiming it, reclaiming it. So brave. Um, I'm I'm just a bit, I'm not, you know, I'm just not interested anymore. How are you feeling? It sounds like from what we know, it's going to be an extension of the reunion. And by the time we were through that third part of the reunion, yeah, I was really done with it. I know. I can't sit around and see them talk about it 
about it and about Rachel for the next, you know, for 12 episodes. And so what's it going to be? I mean, she's in the same restaurant as him. No, she should never be near him again. She should stand by her word and just leave. Keep getting that money from Glad trash bags and you know lays chips and all of that stuff i just i i don't know i'm i was kind of over i saw it and i was like yeah okay don't know we'll see i mean when is this supposed to come out next year good point i mean it wouldn't be in the in the autumn would it that would be too soon probably beginning of next year yeah so maybe by then i'll be ready for it yeah we'll see we'll see how i feel then but I am surprised that she's back. I I think that is a shame. I know. I do. But you're right. I'm sure they offered her a ton of money. I'm curious what angle Sandoval and Rachel are going to take with this new season as far as their relationship with each other. I think it's going to be a lot of them fighting to get back into the good graces of the friend group unsuccessfully. Using Sheena, using Schwartz, there'll be a lot of those scenes. Yeah. Because there we go, Sheena's already just filmed a scene with Sandoval. So we've already seen that. We knew that she would be that go-between. What I do have to do is I did read in Holy Grail page six that Rachel is back in town, meaning, you know, guys, that she lives around the corner from me. So I have to be doing a couple of circles of that neighborhood couple of circles and if i see the production vans i will let you know as soon as possible okay yeah keep us updated absolutely um all right guys so we're going to go into real housewives of orange county we're also going to touch on crappy lake with our darling sonia and lou um i was listening to danny pellegrino this week and he had gina casita on the program and Sorry, that's if you hear that meow, that's Kitty meowing trying to go outside in this 105 degree heat. No, Um, she was on there. And the only interesting thing that came from her was that she that Danny said, you you hate Shannon. Right. And Gina said, look, I don't I'm not going to say hate because it's very, very strong. So you hate someone. She says, but no, I don't like her. I've never got on with her. We have no relationship. And she said by the end of the season, um, Heather and Tamara weren't speaking. So I just want to put that out there. Okay. Did they talk yeah. about how he calls her Casita? Yes. Okay. And then, of course, he goes on to, like, suck up to her. I, it's just like, a like, Kate and I, when we start getting the heavy hitters on our show, I'm, I have to be real. Like, I have to be real. When we get Jax on here, which inevitably we'll get Jax on, I'll be like, dude, I love you in so many ways but you're also a horrendous human being like we'll just be real with him I'm sure he'll take that really well absolutely (laughs) absolutely and then I'll go on about his um no actually let's not do I was gonna talk about Brittany but let's not okay so episode six of um OC now I was excited last week I'm like this is going well we are still in Montana but it was so boring dude in Montana what do they do nothing it kind of feels like they're doing really broad housewives activities and yeah. there's no specifics going on. I agree. It was nothing. I mean, once again, I will hark back to the glory days of Roni and, and when they had, they went to Montana, there were like five separate fights happening in three episodes of Montana and it was outstanding. There was screaming, it was crying. There was alcoholism. It was everything we wanted. And this was just them. We see them getting in matching PJs. And Heather's going, 
we should make a joint. Heather. So cool, Heather. So cool and chill and relax and like just cool. She's just a cool girl. So <laughs> self-deprecating. It's like, give me a break. She's oh, she's awful. Mm-hmm. Um, and they go out. So Tamara had taken them into like this area where they were gonna sleep in tents. And then all we saw in these like multiple scenes is them going, um, oh, uh, yeah, let's make some weed. And no, of course, we're not gonna stay in these tents. So then they just brought all their stuff back to the house. Yeah, that was strange. We had that, you know, goofy weed smoking montage where they do the effects on the camera. Ooh, we're getting crazy. Yeah. Um, Gina continues to be triggered by Jen's infidelity. Yeah. And they decide to then go the next day, this fly fishing or whitewater rafting. And the fly fishing, we see Heather, I think it was it was Gina and um, Shannon. Shannon. And of course, they had the, oh, I'm going to fall in the water. And then Heather says, oh, the guy was talking about waders to wear. And she goes, oh, I thought you said waiters. Oh. And then she goes, they obviously don't teach diction in Montana. Give me a break. Oh. It's so dumb. She goes from one scene saying, oh, I'm pretty cool. I smoke weed once in a while. And then the next scene, dogging on his diction and his schooling and she thinks it's funny but it's just like you just sound like a snob shut up you're not funny she continuously wants to be a snob that's the thing she wants to show the world i am extremely wealthy and i'm called um you know fancy pants because i do like the finer things and i i i just keep saying champs because that makes me sound wealthy and that makes me sound upper class and that makes all of this right but I and then she knows that, that then she figures that doesn't work with the audience too much. So then I'll be kind of relatable. That doesn't work either. I don't know what her background is, and I would love to know. She'll never disclose it really about her background. We met her mother, I think, in the last season, and that mother seemed a nightmare, an absolute nightmare. But I don't think she's from money. I don't get the impression she's from a ton of money. I think she might have gone to like okay schools but I she she wasn't raised with a silver spoon in her mouth and she just it's this act is exhausting and boring and just she's just boring so we see that in the whitewater rafting they have this like 23 year old instructor who was not wearing underwear who goes on camera like that that dude with their balls hanging out it was so gross. It was, and then Jen was describing them, and I was like, "I don't need a description of testicles. Like it's making me ill." And then, um, so they do white water. All I looked at was like, "I want to go white." I've never gone white water rafting, and I want to do it so badly. It looked so cool. I really, really want to do it. Um, but um, yeah, so we saw that. Um, oh, what I noticed is I watched this yesterday. And the day after it had been released on Peacock and they always do like never before seen scenes and they do these pop-ups. You know how we spoke about the pop-ups that used to be? Yeah. And this was honestly, this is how boring this episode was. There was a pop-up that said, coming up. This is coming up. The ladies almost wet themselves with excitement. What? That was it. And it was them in the water fly fishing. It's like, uh, wow, we're really stretching. 
Um, what else also got me was that Jen, when they had this dinner table, they were at the dinner table, they had dinner. Jen's drink was Malibu and Red Bull. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but Malibu, it, my Malibu was the first alcohol I ever got drunk on. I was like 14 years old and my friend had a um, a bottle of Malibu rum and we were just sipping from it. We had no idea. This was the first time I ever got drunk. And I remember I ended up pouring a big glass of water all over my friend's head when I was really drunk. That was the first time I ever got drunk. 14. <laughs> so that's what it's, Malibu always reminds it, me of. It's very that. Mine was uh, UV blue. Oh, vodka. Rough. Yes. yes, that's rough. So, yeah, she's drinking like a 15 year old for sure. Mm, mm. What else is happening at this dinner? Heather is whining about mm. not being included in Tamara and Shannon's. Uh, doing their hair together Friendship. in the bedroom. Oh, yeah. She's she's just like, I've tried to get in. I just feel left out all the time. And Shannon's reactions are so big. Well, that makes me feel bad. I feel bad. Like, you're making me feel bad. Shannon, relax, dude. Just relax. Like, it was, you could have just gone, oh, okay. And and to a credit, Heather kept getting, it's not about you. It's about me. It's about me. It's like, I just, it's a me problem and I need to get over it. But instantly she's just like, no, uh, I can't believe you're saying that to me. I said, oh, God, Shannon, stop, stop, stop. Emma and I haven't been friends for two and a half years, and that's what we should be focusing on. Ugh. And uh, yeah, both things annoyed me. It annoyed me that Heather even said that, and then it annoyed me that Shannon had to make it into her thing then being yep. offended absolutely stupid and, uh, and then they leave they leave montana and that's it right of montana they're back in town so the other storyline that's going on of course is the tamra and jen mm. frenemies thing because on the trip tamra had confronted her about the comment that ryan supposedly made when he first walked into the gym about tamra he said i'm gonna fuck her to someone who then told her and then they have the girls have found out that ryan already cheated on jen and so tamra's doing this whole thing of like oh it's just like vicky and brooks and Uh, i'm just worried about her and it's like tamra uh uh-uh this is your no, storyline. I mean, I love the flashback of her screaming at Brooks. We didn't get the infamous, you're my sister, my soul sister. We didn't get that, <laughs> Vicky screaming. But I, it was the same night in the same party. And I was really grateful to get a flashback. Love that those days. Tamara, the bottom line is Tamara's just doing everything here to make the show work. And I appreciate it. So keep going after Ryan and Jen. And that Ryan is a piece of shit. Let's just be real. He's yeah. terrible. When we see there was something going online and I was like, that's so true. He is like a mini Louis, Teresa's Louis. He yes. Is, the look, the burnt skin, the kind of psychotic eyes, knowing <laughs> that something is really dark going on underneath. I was like, that's so true. That's him. Absolutely. Um, so we have, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, we have, um, we have that going on on and then we kind of flashed to annabelle modeling emily's daughter i'd be careful of that i think yeah i don't know it made me uncomfortable made me uncomfortable her attitude with her mum and her mum's taking her shoes i don't know i thought i don't think this is the type of girl that should be modeling 
Uh, yeah, well, I don't know either. She makes a joke about Shane being too sh- so short, and so she doesn't know if her daughter will be able to do the GG route, right? Which I said because, but she could do. She's going to do catalog work. But, I think she can do commercial yeah, work, but um, sure. I don't know. She just seems a bit of a brat. Sorry, I shouldn't talk about kids, but whatever. She just seemed a little bit, and I was like, oh, don't encourage this. Don't encourage this. Um. Anyway, so we saw that. So that's probably going to be like a lot of Emily's storyline, I bet. It's going to be like, I need to get Annabelle to modeling. I need to get her to do these gigs. Da, 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 da. Then we see Jen telling Ryan, this was horrible. I felt this was horrible. We see Jen back at her house telling Ryan about what Tamara has said. And the way he was jumping in to control the narrative of what she was saying she goes, he goes, that's, that's not true. That's not true. I mean, obviously it was true. That's not true. And it's, and she said, and then she brought up the dick pic stuff. So as a reminder, guys, we were told she was on a plane with her husband and they were sat in the same aisle or something on the same. Yeah, I think, or opposite, something like that. And she receives a dick pic from her husband who sat opposite her saying, I miss you. And apparently, he then he, she's saying in this conversation, oh, and they brought that up as well. And he jumps in. He's like, well, it was, oh, I mean, hello. I sent that to the entire, you know, I sent that to my entire phone book. I mean, you know, uh, which she never said he did, just accidentally sent to her. You know, that's, I just, I accidentally sent that to the entire phone book. We all know that. And I said, I miss you on it. So who else would it be to? If I hadn't, if I was having an affair with someone, I wouldn't be missing them. I would, like his explanation was ridiculous that's exactly what you would send to your mistress exactly that is exactly what you would send and you accidentally sent it to your wife that's exactly exactly that's exactly what would happen it was and you saw her and that's when I thought run her face was like yeah I know I know and she's you you could see he was like staring at her giving him that that Louis stare of her being like just stick to this, stick to this, stick to this. And she was like, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Okay, I didn't like it at all, man. And then she's spinning it to the camera as Tamara being toxic. And I just can't operate in a friendship where accusations are being made like this. And Mm-mm. it's like, girl, that's the least of your problems. We get the backstory of this Heather Ammon. Now, she was apparently very good friends with Ryan and then very good friends with both Tamara and Jen. And I we see photos of her and I love that her face isn't blurred out, which means she's going to be dragged into the show later, which is great. So Tamara says that the three of them were thick as thieves and they were really, really good friends. And then Heather Ammon started saying, oh, you got to watch him. You got to watch Ryan. There's something not going on. So then she was axed out of it. I mean, this guy is just not a good guy. He's not a good guy. And... We all know how this is going to end. And Jen already knows how it's going to end, but she's fighting to prove everybody wrong, but it's not going to work. The sinking ship. Eddie, Eddie heard stuff too, apparently from guys at the gym. It's like, come on. on. Now, Gina and Travis. We go to their house and she's putting the kids to bed or whatever. They're 18 kids they have between them. Then they order some food and she's got an interesting look in this. 
she's decided, you know, she probably just had a shower. They knew they were going to film. She didn't want to do full glam. Fine. Love it. Excellent. But what not to do is to put on just foundation that is about three shades too dark for you and just leave it at that. That was a little bit of an error, Kate. And it was hard to get over. Just a very dark tan and some Forever 21 necklaces. Very hard. What's harder is Travis. I I know I need to leave them alone. And people are big fans of Gina and Travis. But we... If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Isaac Quainall, Tom Stewart. Now that KO has 4K, people will see every detail. I better wash my hair. Oh, I'll book in a spray tan. Maybe a manicure? I'm shining up my tats. Experience amazing detail with 4K. Now on KO. Watch this show for aspirational people. People, like the wealth, the crazy lifestyles the the gossip the intrigue the all of that and travis is just a very very regular normal guy and i don't really want to see him on my screen that's it yeah he's fine but it's not entertaining television compelling those two anymore i can't imagine them being sexual i think that's another thing as well can you imagine those two being sexual? I just don't. They are so asexual. There's like nothing to them. They're like not. I I I, I know. I I'm not. I'm not going to say anymore because I'm just being mean. But I just don't get either of them, and I don't want to see them. I don't get that vibe either. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't mind Gina like in the group okay. scenes and stuff, and she can have a one liner here and there, but. Yeah, her her family scenes are really boring. I like for, I forgot they even had one to be honest. I know. I know. That is the end of my notes. Do you have any other notes from this episode? I just put Gina and date Travis. No. Uh nope, that's all I have. It was a shitty episode and guys, I'm I was getting really excited about um OC last week and the week before. I liked the Heather was at um um Taylor and Taylor was back. I was really happy about all of this. I like all of this, but I don't know. I'm not. Um, yeah, I, I need it to pick it up. I need it to pick it up. I need drama. I need screaming. I need something. Um, 
But this was just a dud. This was nothing. I want Tamara to pull out all the stops and I'm hoping that we see this in the next couple of weeks. I mean, thank God they have her back because if she wasn't there, there'd be nothing going on. Uh, Seriously, there wouldn't be. The two big storylines are her and Shannon reuniting as friends and then her bringing up Jen's infidelity and cheater boyfriend. Exactly. So So. let's get on it. Get on it, guys. (laughs) Um, Kate Crappy Lake. Oh my gosh. What a frothy, fun little jaunt. Kate and I have been looking forward to this for a while because Lou and Sonia, the good old gals, they are our our gals. They are, they are television. They are reality television. They bring it every single time. We can guarantee that they will. Um, We see, we'd heard about this for a while. I had even made a, um, a really shitty Photoshop of the simple life with Paris and, and Nicole put Sonia's face, put Luann's face on it. And Luann reposted it onto her Instagram. Go and check it out for Crappy Lake. We were waiting for it. We wanted to see when this was going to happen. And um, it's here. It's here. So we got two episodes dropped. It's We see them, Kate, in New York, getting ready and packing. We love a packing scene with the gals. The gals, the interns, the assistants, everybody's here. I want to comment on the intern. I want to comment on the intern because obviously Luann has a paying assistant who was like a goddamn model. I don't know what she was doing. I was like, whoa. Um, Then we went to Sonia's intern and you know that I know Roni inside now. Give me a season. I'll tell you everything that happened in it scene for scene. I recognize this intern. If we're going to go back to one of the greatest times of Roni was when when Luann moved in with Sonia, which was brilliant. Those two were Grey Gardens. Sonia wouldn't even have the heat on in winter in New York because it was too expensive. So they were wearing (laughs) coats indoors. They were reading page six. Um, Ramona just got thrown out of John Medesian's dry cleaning party because Ray, um, who was in love with Lou, the Croatian guy, had just fought with her, like had just left her at the party. It was there, there was so much going on. Ramona was screaming at John. They are in at this point Lou is sleeping with Tom who Sonia was also sleeping with yet they didn't know I mean it was a brilliant time now when this was occurring you know Lou was going in and out with all these with Tom and this you know and not really telling anyone about Tom and there's a scene where she like comes back into the townhouse and um she's like about this is the scene where she tells Sonia I'm moving out and I think I'm getting married and she's like loopy excited about Tom and we all remember this scene well and and Lou is walking in and Sonia's like oh you know I didn't write down his name she's like you know so and so my intern and he's this very attractive um blonde um uh lot kind of shoulder length head guy um, big kind of very prominent kind of nose like Sonia's really gorgeous nose and he goes you know so and so and Lou's like um I don't think so and he's like no I think we've met and she's like um okay and they shake hands and then Sonia goes and they go into the kitchen and Sonia goes everyone thinks he's my daughter right and <laughs> because he's he's got all this gorgeous like feminine he's very feminine yeah. like, look is he's really and he's a very attractive guy right that was the same intern that was the same intern I recognized him. He's changed. He's definitely changed. That was him. 
Do you think he's been there working for the whole time or he came in and out? I'm sure they must be in and out. But that was the same intern, guys. If you know Roni, go back and watch it. That was him in that scene. And and Lou's like, that's, and Sonia's like, everyone thinks he's my daughter. That was him that was getting Sonia ready. Holly, amazing recall. I am so so impressed. Wow. True, true Roni historian here. Thank you. I mean, God, if there were some prizes that I could, if you imagine if I could do Roni trivia, just Roni trivia. I, I mean, I can recall uh, Bethany Bakes logo. I could like, I could, I could recall um, Alex and Simon's townhouse. Like, I mean, I really could. Mm-hmm. Oh, great! Be the there. what's that guy, Mike Jensen on Jeopardy? That would be you if it I was mean, all Roni. Great skill to have. Um, anyway, so we see them packing, and I love. What we have to remember, guys, and Kate, you will understand the gravity of this. Sonia's still in the townhouse. Kate, yep, she's still in the townhouse. It's just gonna crumble around her. It <laughs> she'll be in her bed with a thousand things on it. I mean, to see it, I was recently rewatching. When she first put up for up, put it up for rent, okay, mm-hmm. that was the biggest move that she did when she was putting up for rent thirty two thousand dollars a month. Wow, that was back when um, Bethany was in um, when she'd come back to Roni. We're going back to two thousand and eighteen. We're in twenty twenty three. And she still hasn't sold that house. You know that's still for sale. It's constantly on and off the market because they can't sell it. No one's even buying it. And it's real estate in New York and no one's buying it. I don't think she, she doesn't want to sell it. She has an emotional connection to it. I think what happened is, is in the season, the last season Bethany's in, when Lou is out of rehab for the second time and we have Barbara in and that weird season, Carol's gone. Um, Sonia is moved into an apartment in Columbus circle and she's super happy and she likes the freedom. Remember she doesn't even have curtains and she's putting up towels. Some intern is putting towels with duct tape at the windows. Right. No, she was in there and she said going, and then you see her going back to the townhouse and she's like, it's just stress. It's just stress. I don't want it anymore. Mm. But then the pandemic hit and she said, I couldn't afford both. So I was forced to give up and go back into the townhouse because I couldn't rent it either. So she is trapped by it. She is trapped in this void of the townhouse. And you watch these early seasons of Roni with Kelly, Kalor, and Ben Simone when she is still in that house and it's falling around. And we're at 2023 and she's still in the house. It just gave me, a it, it, with an intern from s- seven years ago, it was a lot for me, Kate. It shook me. Uh, it really I, don't, did. I don't know that she'll ever leave. I don't know. We'll see. It's hard, Kate. It was hard to watch. Tough. So we and lose in her apartment. They're getting ready, Kate, and then we see them going to this place, this- Benton, Benton, Illinois. We see the Patels readying their motel for the girls. They've put up on the sign "Welcome Hollywood." Period, mm. Mm. which was fun since absolutely. they're from New York. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, they take a private plane this tiny little plane and they're of course freaking out Sonia's freaking out where's the stewardess and then they land and there's all these people gathered from the town but they don't really know who they are who yeah. who Lou and Sonia are 
and they just know a celebrity's coming. So let's greet them. And they're like, oh, I hope Vin Diesel. <laughs> I was, when they said Vin Diesel, I just shouted, too fast, too furious. I was like, everyone wants Vin Diesel. Are you kidding me? Everyone wants Vin Diesel. Guys, Sorry. if you don't know, I'm obsessed with Fast and Furious, but carry on. Yeah. <laughs> So they don't know if it's about to get Fast and Furious up in Benton or if it is Kim Kardashian or who it is. Yeah. And then these two walk out and they're all just kind of like, oh, okay, hi. And they meet with the mayor who has a list of chores around the town for them. Yeah. They are supposed to like, the first thing is the park, making a park. We see, yeah, and we see them in this hotel that they have to stay with. Oh, right. Stay in. When I, you know what I love about Lou? Lou. She's even, it's a, it's a motel. It's not a hotel. It's a motel that definitely needs some TLC. Let's put it that way. Everything was very dated inside. And these two who are used to the plaza, the Four Seasons, go in here. And Luann brought boxes and boxes and boxes of clothes but you see Lou wake up in the morning she's got towels down on carpet and she's exercising nothing gets in the way of Lou nothing she's always gonna look great and be great then we go and see Sonia and I have never it was beautiful she is still asleep in bed she has her shit everywhere what was in that room is what makes sonia an icon shit everywhere just sprawled all over this room it was a mess her suitcase exploded it was like that scene in 90 day that lady who has her stuff everywhere it reminded me of that but that yeah typical sonia there that's why they work they're like yin and yang yeah and um so yeah, they they have their their rooms and they've settled in. And then yeah, like I say, they meet with the mayor. They're so apparently in this season, we're going to see them make a park for the kids, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. fix up the animal shelter, yeah, put on a Christmas in July celebration, increase tourism in general. Yeah. And I don't know what else I'm missing, but stuff like that. Is it's going to is is to recover from um COVID. The town had taken a massive hit. And guys, this is one of these towns that I can't even believe something exists in America still, but it's what I fantasize about. Like I would l- like I would love to go and, and just I can't even imagine this place exists. We also see a coal miner. I didn't even know they still existed, but we see a coal miner and he's covered in coal and soot on his face. And he's like, oh, they've come from Hollywood or whatever. Just, it, it's as though it's just trapped in time. It's unbelievable, Kate. It's, I mean, I, I've i talked a it. million times about how I know this life. I'm from small town, Midwestern town. So it, it, it felt familiar to me, but you can tell they feel similar to you where it's like, oh, it's so you know, kind of quaint and yeah. they're being as they're being as polite as they can be about the shabbiness of some of it. And um they are not discriminating against the small town men at all. Yeah. No. Um we the first scene is just a, a little bit of like them getting settled. It's boiling. They put it was like 93 degrees and some the humidity was awful. So they were like 
we see Lou drive in a truck. I love that, seeing Lou drive. Um, Hotel's a disaster. We're remembering why we love Sonia and Lou together so much. They go to, there is something that we see in this episode. So the first episode is kind of them getting settled. Then we see them. I have never known hornier people in my entire life. These women, this is what I love about New Yorkers. And this is why they were chosen to be the stars that they are, international stars. Because the way Lou is like, oh, I haven't had sex in ages. She probably hasn't had sex in maybe a week. And she is just a mess. Sonia is just like, she's the exact same. So they go to the fight. Lou is, I just have never, Bethany would always say, we were always new when she was the countess and coming off the countess of like, she's the biggest whore in Macy's window. That's what like Bethany said. But we see them go to a fire station. Guys, Luan could give a, a masterclass in flirting. She turns that on. And she's gorgeous. I mean, Kate and I have been privileged enough to see her in person. And she is outstandingly beautiful, striking, mm. like five foot ten, bone structure, gorgeous woman, just bit, just gorgeous. But the way she can talk to men, you know, her entire life, they have just it's just been these to honey. She just the way she looks at them, the way her body moves, the way she that's how she got a count, guys. That's how she got a count. If and anyone had any doubt in their mind how she went from whoa. rags to riches, watch this. Yeah. Wow. She's just so, should we go and see this? And everything with her eye contact and the way she touches her hair. And the way I was absolutely flabbed, not surprised. Nothing will surprise you about the greatness of Luanne de la Seps, but it was beautiful to watch on screen, Kate. I loved it. And I, it made me feel really good about getting to that age and being able to have that much of a sex drive still Absolutely. when you're like menopausal. <laughs> Post-menopausal, let's be real here. But yeah, inspirational. Inspirational. So she, Lou is just flirting up some, literally just like who can have sex with? Like, it's like a teenage <laughs> boy. It's unbelievable. And then, then they go to a bar. This isn't like a second episode. Now, Lou's drinking again. Was she? They did a rosé toast in no, the... No, it's a rosé. Oh, I got yes, so excited. Yes, I'm so sorry. Trust me, I wanted to trust me, Kate. Okay. You know I'm an advocate for Luanne drinking. Controversial, <laughs> yes, but I am. She has her line of rosé, and they, uh, they went in on that. I'm so uh, sorry. Okay. And she was driving, you see. She doesn't need to drive. I'm sorry. Right. Okay. Okay. I thought it was so, just a bad decision. Okay. Sorry. So they they drive there, and we see them get – Sonia's already half cut by the time she gets to this bar. And of they're course. driving, and it was great them trying to navigate – just the little things, like them trying to navigate a map, the GPS. It's like, Sonia, where are we going? I don't know. Just turn left, whatever. They get to this bar. And the inhabitants of this bar is something out of a movie. And they go in. Lou even flirts. Like, Lou never turns off. So even with a very, very unattractive man, it's someone she's not attracted to, like the man with that goatee thing, the way she, like, strokes it and, like, and she's flirting with every man and woman she meets. And it's so powerful and so beautiful. And it's, we all need to learn. The way she was stroking it, like, oh, yeah, and her body leaning. She's just so comfortable in her body. Mm-hmm. It's remarkable. So there's this guy with a the goatee. Then there's this other guy, and they all sat down at this table. 
and he's from Louisiana and so he's a trucker and Sonia gets her there's a scene where you see Sonia from the side drinking wasted already talking to this she's like oh he'll do it is this Billy who had the tattoo on his back yeah Billy Richard Kate it made me a bit sad I don't want (sighs) to Sonia is beautiful. Sonia is charming. Sonia is funny. She's intelligent. She's everything. But she, in this scene, was wasted beyond belief and literally was just like, he's the best of the bunch. I'll take him. She's funny. I know. She was married to a Morgan. I will never stop saying that because we have to understand that she was married to a Morgan. Yeah. And we, the scene ends with her getting in his truck. And they absolutely had sex. This is the trucker that apparently in the next episode she says, oh, yeah, I had sex with him all night and burst one of my liposuction stitches. Oh, She's yeah. been there like two days. I just, oh. I want her to be with the level that she's at and she's just, it's hard. It was, I, I loved it. I think Crappy Lake's going to be great. I love seeing them on the screen. We are so happy to have our girls back. We are so happy. But it was, I was a little bit sad, dare I say, seeing mm-hmm. her go that's, with him. That's fair. Yeah, definitely. What did you think overall? And what are your ex- expectations for it? I went into this not expecting too much because I know it's, you know, a silly one-off type thing probably. And I liked watching some of my favorite housewives in an environment where they're not forced to have these contrived fights over a dinner in an empty restaurant. Mm -hmm. You know, it was nice to see them because we've seen Dorinda on Ultimate Girls Trip. We've seen the, these very intense, stressful scenes where you're yes. like, oh, it's them again, but it's a really bad look or it's yeah. really dark or whatever. And so it's nice to see them in these lighthearted situations and to watch their friendship and just they've been through so much together. Like, I will tell you that was great. Can you bring up a point? The flashbacks were fantastic. We yeah. saw Harry Dubin. We saw them fighting after she just broke up with Jacques and then went home with Harry Dubin. Um, we saw flashbacks at Heather. We saw I was like, oh, thank you. That was great. So I appreciate that they can get together and film this and just be silly when they have had these very big fights and yeah things go on between them. So I just appreciate them coming together and making this dumb little show. I think it's fun. I think you're right. And listen, I'm glad that Bravo listens to us because they, can you imagine the money they're stacking away? She, they have this show. Oh, the girls trip thing that they just did. You know, they, uh, I mean, they're packing in the money and good. I want them on our televisions. I want Sonia, Lou, Dorinda, and I will say Ramona. Ramona on our screens. I want them on that. And Bravo is listening to us. Um, speaking of Roni, I do think right near my house there is a billboard with the new Real Housewives of New York, which I just do it ugh, every time I see it. Mm-hmm. It was a premiere party this week 
I don't know any of the people that are in this new roadie because as you know, guys, I'm hurt by it. So I'm just staying my distance. I will watch it, but I'm hurt by it. So they had a premiere party and one of the stars of it is called uh, uh, called Jessel Tank. I don't know who any of these people are, but they had it at the Rainbow Room um, uh, in New York for the premiere and she threw up over everyone. So Amazing. I thought, oh, okay. Apparently it's because she was sick. I'm hope it's due to obviously being wasted. Oh obviously um but apparently it was just because she was sick and it's like that is such a classic second level roni if these if she wanted to be a real roni star she would have been so wasted she threw up but no apparently it was because she was actually genuinely ill but she gets there and she throws up everywhere um and then has to leave (laughs) i don't know when this is starting i guess if that's the premiere has it already been released i don't even know oh let's find out check if so maybe i'll watch it today i don't it's just hard for me guys it's really hard i miss everyone i i spammed andy's instagram account telling him who we should hire for the new roni when all of this was up in the air and um he took that suggestion and went with it for the girls trip but not for this series so i don't know who any of these people are it premieres on sunday wow okay cool we will we will definitely chat about it next week um yeah Guys, our schedule, just to keep you abreast of everything, on Tuesday, you are getting coverage of 90 Day Fiancé the Other Way, which is great. You need to get on it and watch it. Before before the 90. Sorry. We switched over. Yes, before the 90 days. That's on a Tuesday. On a Wednesday, we release our Wheel of Shame episode, which um, this next week is going to be Who the Bleep. It's about people not knowing other people and being scammed and all that stuff. Looks good. Friday today you obviously get this show where we cover we're going to chat about Crappy Lake and Royal Housewives of Orange County um maybe we'll do chat about Roni as well we'll see um and then if you are there's three episodes a week if you are a Patreon member if you have um signed up via Patreon or via the feed that you're listening to your um podcast right now and you'll see subscriber only episodes it's only five dollars a month you get two extra episodes a month which means every other friday you will have an episode that's just exclusive to you and it's where kate and i deep dive on documentaries covering true crime missing people spooky stuff paranormal aliens pop culture it's we're having so much fun we've got some crazy shit coming up we've already done a lot kate and mm-hmm. people just need to go and instead of giving five bucks to get a coffee right now, get a juice, just give it to these hardworking podcasters because we are giving you a lot and we're loving every second of it. Yes, we really enjoy what we do and we want to grow. So another thing you can do is to not only subscribe and give us five stars, but also to share with a friend, text them the episode, say you'll love this. That is really going to help us uh, to continue to grow our empire. So thank you. It really does mean a lot. And it is as simple as that. It's as simple as you just saying to someone, Oh, you've got to listen to this potty. I've, you know, I think about it and I've done that to so many podcasts that I've been like, this is amazing guys. You have to listen to it. Um, so please, it means so much. Just your coworkers, um, anyone, the milkman, whoever it is, just say, listen to this potty. It means a lot to us and five stars reviews and ratings are huge as well. You can email us at tenderlovingcarepod at gmail.com. You can also pop over to our Instagram, tenderlovingcare.com 
podcast. We're constantly updating stuff on there. Um, you can DM us. We love chatting to you all because you're all so amazing. And thank you so much for reaching out. Thank you for listening. And until next week, Kate, that's it. That's it. We'll see you next week. Have a great weekend. And we love you. Bye-bye. We love you. Bye-bye. Isaac Quainall, Tom Stewart. Now that KO has 4K, people will see every detail. I better wash my hair. Oh, I'll book in a spray tan. Maybe a manicure? I'm shining up my tats. Experience amazing detail with 4K. Now on KO.